Let's bring in Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. Is our sports agent and sports law insider, Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys. Pat spent a long time as an NFL agent. Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, just a couple of his clients, and he joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, all right, so 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 Pat, I want to straight up, and I know you're a South Florida guy. You like the Dolphins an awful lot. Let's just start with this before we dive into the Brian Flores lawsuit because I really need you to flex your law muscle here, but how would you best describe the Dolphins' ownership of Stephen Ross? Uh, how would I describe it? I wouldn't call it a failure. I think he's always tried to get a winner. I would call it, for lack of a really harsh word, clumsy. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great word to describe the, it. Yeah. Yeah, clumsy and everything they've done uh, in terms of, uh, and that that's the same thing for a lot of teams out. Let's let's be real. Uh, NFL is a difficult place to win. Uh, the only ones winning, and the owners are billionaires, and it, that's the way it is. I mean, look at the potential sale of the Broncos. But I would say clumsy, and it's it. This is this is what's happened in this lawsuit is not clumsy. It's gotten to be dangerous, to be honest. All right, so let's let's dive into this. Why don't we start because we've been talking more about the. offer per loss in 2019 before we get into the accidental Belichick text and the Giants and the Broncos and this entire thing when it comes to diversity hiring. The significance of the accusation that Stephen Ross uh, may have offered $100,000 per loss to Brian Flores in 2019 in a lawsuit that's class action and focuses on diversity hires, where does this fit in and how much weight do you think it has in the lawsuit? Well, class action, I won't get into the legalese of class action, but I think it's a situation which talks about the uh, areas of what a owner or teams will do to get a higher draft pick and ask a, a high-end executive, i.e. coach, to do. Uh, I think that's going to be his big, biggest downfall. I mean, they're talking about potentially you know, some type of tampering with Brady, but I think asking your coach to take losses and paying them for it it could potentially be his downfall, among other things. Uh, uh, in the lawsuit in general, I think it's just another bad move that's brought up by Ross to uh, try and manipulate Flores and other people in the organization. Um, you have spent a lot of time around front offices and dealt with a lot of front offices in your time as an NFL agent. Do you think it's unheard of for an owner to offer incentive to a head coach to lose and get a better draft position? Um, out in the open, no. I think it, it it depends. I think it also depends on who potentially the first first pick will be down yeah. low there in terms of we all know that they may hit or miss. Some are de- definitely exact hits. But it, I'm sure there's certain ways they could do it, but of course, uh, anything. You pay them incentives to win, um, incentives to lose. I'm somebody that hates losing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I could ever do that because I have to live on my conscience of losing a case it's almost being like a judas and a traitor to the organization and when it comes from the guy who owns a team how disrespectful it is to everybody working their ass off from the person parking cars to the person throwing the football there's only been one small statement from the dolphins and uh, they say and it was one sentence in that statement we didn't do anything that harmed the integrity of the game i i personally Mm. don't think there's a paper trail and I think Brian Flores is going to have a very hard time proving this. If there's somehow something that was written up or something caught on tape or something that proves that that offer was made, whether it's in jest or not, could it endanger the ownership of Stephen Ross potentially? It could, definitely. I mean, there's multiple things there that 
And to get to the big picture, Ken, I mean, everybody here is talking about this, the big picture, what's going on in our country right now. And I'm not going off the, the edge here, but the fact is that you look at everything going on in terms of affirmative action, woke, Supreme Court nomination, now this lawsuit, uh, everything dealing with the stuff with Kenny Stills, with mm-hmm. Ross hosting a party for Trump. And then, you know, remember Brian Flores is the one because he also still bitched about uh, Jay-Z music. Yeah. Flores played Jay-Z music during the practice, right. and three days later, Stills was gone. Right. Right. I mean, so people forgot about that, that he stuck up for his owner. And what's going on is this, this lawsuit, if you read it and know the attorneys involved, is going to be a huge thorn in, in Ross's side, particularly Ross and the NFL. So last, I don't see him getting through it. I don't see him getting through it, to be so honest. So you think this could lead to the demise of Stephen Ross's Dolphins owner? I do, yes. Pat Lawler because with where would you have where would you have a... a, a a coach, a head coach of an NFL team, go off the edge like this. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, he is giving up. You know, Ka- Ka- Kaepernick did what he did because he, he wanted to, uh, you know, draw attention to, um, you know, Black Lives. And but, uh, but uh, you mess with the wrong Brooklyn guy. I'm telling you. Yeah, they, this guy is he's willing to give up his career in the NFL to bring this out. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, the, the fact that a still a guy who's a top coaching candidate has filed this lawsuit with very serious accusations, there is some there is some weight that, that, that should be attached to that. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, they have your back in any personal injury matter, including slip and fall, automobile accident, boating accident, motorcycle accident, wanttolawyerup.com, free consultation, wanttolawyerup.com, decades of trial experience. That's Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. All right, let's dig in here on the Giants specifically because this is where the cringy, I mean, I can't even imagine the Bill Belichick text exchange with Brian Flores, where uh, Brian Flores uh, was on the wrong end of a mistaken entry in the contact list of Bill Belichick's phone, or Bill Belichick got bad information and thought he was congratulating Flores and then misread the information that was delivered to him. Either way, it's cringy, it's heartbreaking, it makes you feel bad for Brian Flores. If the Giants had already made the decision on Dayball, and three days later, as Brian Flores is accusing, they still had the interview lined up for him, what does this mean for the Giants, and why... Uh, it seemed like they had already interviewed minority candidates. Why would the Giants go ahead with this interview? What what happened here? Um, I think uh, Bill Belichick uh, summed it up in the first line of lawsuit. Sorry, Dash, I effed this up. That should be the Giants uh, saying what they did. Uh, it's two things on the Giants. One, um, their argument was still 11th hour and they hadn't made the decision. Uh, that'll come up in this lawsuit. They're going to get all the documentation. I believe there will be documentation through the personnel executives at the, at the Giants that they already made a decision on Dable. Um, the, the saving grace is to say, yeah, Dable's our guy, but let's at least give the time to mm-hmm. Flores. I doubt there's going to be something like that there. I mean, Belichick thing kind of. This is like sending your text to the wrong uh, ex-girlfriend, yep. you know? Yeah, or the <laughs> side piece. Yeah, exactly. I guess oh, my God. It's like... <laughs> it's just... So, the Giants, how significant a trouble do you think they could get in here? Do you think there's ultimately going to be enough there? Even with the documentation that you mentioned, couldn't the Giants, you're right, just say, hey, we were really confident about Dable, but we wanted to give Brian Flores the opportunity to get in here and talk to us? I think they're going to use that. Everybody, I think we're all going to know that it's, it's a joke and it's not true, but I think they'll get off because of that. But it also depends on what's out there, and it's disappointing because obviously the mayor and the Rooney family are very tight. 
And I didn't realize until I read the lawsuit there's never been a, a minority head coach of the Giants oh, yeah. in their entire yeah. history. No, nope, none, none. A very, 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 yes. And they've had yeah. three coaches since 2016, so man, they're choosing them extremely well. That uh, that 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 tact that they're using is really working exceptionally. Um, now for the Broncos. So Brian <laughs> Flores says in 2019 he went out to Colorado. They met at a resort, uh, and uh, the uh, John Elway showed up an hour late with the executive vice president of football operations, and they were disheveled and appeared as if they had been drinking heavily the night before. Now, the Broncos had put out a statement and said, no, we had five executives there. It started on time. We have the documentation. Now, what the Broncos don't say in that is that John Elway was, I mean, they don't mention him as one of the five executives who were actually there as the meeting was starting. So it's a little bit of they said, they said with this. Uh, Brian Flores called it a sham interview. Does this have legs from a legal perspective? I don't think it has legs from a legal perspective. I think it has legs for the the attitude towards these teams in, in, in following the Rooney Rule. Okay. I think it has legs to show that some of these people are put into positions, uh, you know, have their mind made up and just go through the motions and interviewing people. I had the opportunity with Patrick Peterson to sit down with John Elway and their uh, the GM and, and Fox when he was a coach of the Broncos here in Boca for Patrick Peterson. Um you know, at that time, I found him to be very professional. But hey, the fact is, is does, does it surprise me that people come hungover to meetings? No. <laughs> Will it be a legal uh, uh, issue for the team? I don't think so. I, I think it makes them look really bad. What I'm interested, Ken, to look out with is how many other potential coaches at all positions, uh-huh. OCDC head coach, went through the same thing and who's going to come out and back up Flores? And Flores' lawyers today said there are going to be coaches that are going to jump on eventually. And Hugh Jackson, a representative of his, was tweeting today that uh, he he was offered money or benefit, as were members of the Browns front office, to two back-to-back years have bad records, including the 0-16 season. So, yeah, there's going to be need to be more legs involved in this. But ultimately, just your gut feel. As a lawyer, as someone who's looked at this lawsuit, whether it be Ross and the Dolphins or the Broncos and Giants or the NFL, which one's going to pay the most penance when it comes to this lawsuit, if any? Uh, Stephen Ross. I think he has some serious issues going on between the potential payments, between the tampering, uh, just the way it went down. And I also heard that he wanted to fire... Uh, Greer, but didn't want to fire two uh, black uh, executives at the same time, whether that's true. These are very aggressive lawyers. Let me get it straight. This is a very intense lawsuit, uh, and it's hitting on an issue that couldn't be hotter uh, than anything we've seen in years. And if these guys take this to the limit, uh, and not just looking for financial compensation, but looking to bring out the facts and change the culture, that will happen. If they don't, it'll be uh, business as usual. So uh, this is going to be fascinating, and we'll talk again on Friday, Pat. And I, I wonder if we're going to have anything that is um, that 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 is more clear. Now, these lawyers they they represented the victims of Harvey Weinstein, at least a couple of them, right? Yeah, they had Harvey Weinstein. They had uh, multiple employment issues. You got a combination of a trial lawyer and also an employment lawyer. Got it. And uh, they're filing it. The Southern District of New York is the place to file these types of actions. Uh, that's where they get jurisdiction up there. That's where all hell breaks loose in lawsuits. You see anything that comes out of significance in this country, uh, they come out of the Southern District of New York Federal Court. 
and, and you're going to see it happen in this case. Real quick, let me just tap into your sports agent uh, portion of your brain for a second. Brian Flores, has he torpedoed his coaching career, or do you still think that Saints, Texans, they could still hire him? Is there some benefit to Brian Flores getting out in front of this on national television today and doing what he's doing? Yes, you always want to be in front of it and lay your foundation. I didn't see his interview. I'd be hard-pressed to say a team's going to hire him at this time. Um, I think down the road there may be some changes. Uh, he may look to a college situation. Um, but I think right now he's just too hot of an issue with this lawsuit. And I think there's probably something he agreed to with his lawyers that he wouldn't take a coaching job at this time hmm. so he could have at least a year, to, a year to pursue this case aggressively. Pat, awesome stuff. Really appreciate it. We'll do this again on Friday, uh, but uh, really, really, really good work, and you cleared up some stuff for my dopey brain, so thank you. Ken, I like when the angry uh, angry uh, sports guy calls you. Going. <laughs> yeah, well, well it, it'll be Dean's bit now. He's the angry sports talk radio caller, uh, and half the time he won't know what he's talking about, which is perfect. So, Pat, thank you so hey, much, tell, brother. So, Dean, the, the Boca Jets and the American Youth Football are looking for a coach. So <laughs> glad to hire oh, oh, man, that's a great call, actually. Dean Thomas, head football coach. Uh, he would definitely take bribes <laughs> to lose at the youth level. I have no doubt about that. No doubt. Pat, thank you, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Be good. Thanks. Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com.